Hey everyone, we're coming into New Year's. So exciting. While I'm not one to kind of make resolutions, it's definitely for me a time to reflect. I'm going to reflect on a lesson that I've learned quite hard in my career, and that is how to kind of measure out how you're using your energy and your focus, whether it's at work, at home, or anything. And it's just a neat little way to tidy things up so you can get your priorities straight for the new year. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Several years ago, I decided to make a career change. It was a big decision. Most people around me, especially in the place I was working, were set. They wanted to stay till retirement, live off their pension, retire early, do all that stuff. And for me, I kind of had this moment where I was kind of looking, I was like, I can just try and hide out, stop growing programs, stop almost in a way, stop growing myself. This is how I saw it. And kind of just try and ride it out. Meanwhile, I was looking at the expectancy of people at my level. When you get into a more senior level, it's not common for people to make it to their retirement at a very senior level, especially when you get there in your 20s. Uh, So um, it's common to hit a retirement when you get there in your later part of your career. But when you're in your early part, it's pretty difficult. I'm sitting here reflecting on all of this. And I had somebody walk down the hallway in my workspace and he met me and he's like, Oh, how long have you been here? And I said, Oh, I've been here, uh, you know, 13, 14 years, 13 years, I think. And, uh, he's like, how long have you been a senior leader? And I said, how many years? And he says, you know, you got to get a new job. I was like, well here, like, what are you thinking? I should move to a different department or do something else. He said, no, you need a different job. I listened to him tell me this story and he, what he was, uh, I, I just, it kind of caught me off guard because I, I liked my job. And although I was reflecting on, you know, next steps, I'd been doing it for different roles, but progressively larger roles. And there wasn't too many more options unless I got a PhD, which I definitely wasn't interested in doing. So I, I, while I was reflecting on this, to have somebody meet me in the hallway and say, you got to do this. And then I asked him, I said, well, why would you say that? He said, well, let me kind of put it to you this way. I've, I've been doing these kind of jobs for a long time. I've seen too many people put everything they got into their career and then have their career end. In other words, a boss, not like something you say, which is very possible in senior leadership and remove you pay out a big severance you got a big budget so it's just a severance and get you out of there and then you have to sit there and try and land on your feet when you've only known how to do one or two things for quite a few years he said this and I was reflecting on it and then two weeks later I hear that he was ran like let go and lost a job and he had his job for almost over a decade in senior leadership. It was a bit of a shocker for me. Although my programs are doing well and everything, I had already been in several meetings where I had stood up for something that I knew was right for my team, for the organization, 
but I knew wasn't going to be well received. I'd done that on numerous occasions. In fact, I'd actually been to several meetings where I thought I was going to get let go. And instead, I ended up getting promoted. Uh, So uh, and and even during my term, I watched multiple senior leaders get let go, who I actually thought were doing a good job. There was somewhere I was like, eh. But the more senior your role is, in some ways, it's it's more about alignment. It might not be about your skill or your outcomes, but if you're not aligning with where your new leader wants to go or you don't agree with it, you can just be moved on. So you go through this experience and then a few years or two years later I started a tech company and and moved on to that uh when I left I I had a hard time the reason I had a hard time was because I had kind of noticed that I'd put nearly all of my eggs into my work basket and for years before I got into this as more senior role, I'd had rental properties, I'd had all these other things I was always doing. But I'd kind of let those all go and focused 100% of my energy on my work. Now this sounds like a great thing to do. But when you have a moment like that, you start questioning whether it's the right thing to do. When I left the organization started another company, I noticed that it would have been good for me to have a few other things that were interesting me because you still grow more when you're doing things outside of your organization, whether it's volunteering or helping other organizations or consulting, which I was doing some of, whatever it is, those things started to mean more when I left the organization on my terms, but I still did leave. So kind of the question that I want to ask you as somebody who is working on your leadership is first, can you stand up to your boss for something that you don't agree with? Not for personal reasons, but for the organization. Can you stand up for the organization to your boss? Do you have the confidence to do that? Because in those moments, you have two options. You either stand up or you roll over and eventually get run over because if you were right, which you, I'm just going to try to make the assumption that you were probably right, that this was going to be a very bad idea. The road of pain and the final outcome would have been a lot of suffering for you. So if you see that situation, are you able to stand up and say, you know what, I disagree with this. I've seen lots of leaders do this and they land on their feet. Sometimes they have a few rough months or whatever, but they do land on their feet. Or are you going to roll over and kind of give up on that progress progression for your organization, for whatever you're leading? So that's one question. That's one of the reasons I own rental properties. I did all sorts of things. It's actually a reason why I'm doing uh, Leading Lightly. I need some, some other outlet that takes my attention and gives me some bit of a backup plan just so that I can do my job better, so that I can stand up when I need to and voice my opinion without fear. Because the fear will take it away and and you won't be able to have the outcomes that you're striving for. People don't lead organizations to just sit there. You lead them to move them forward and have significant positive outcomes, which is what I'm always striving for. So that's one question. So do you, do you have a backup plan? Do you have something in place? But then the other question is, how much of your energy are you putting into one bucket? 
I hate saying this because we all love what we do. We all love everything we are doing. But what happens if somebody doesn't agree with you and tips that bucket over and you lose your job? Are you ready for something else? Have you been working in one sector that's slowly diminishing? Are you working in a sector that's growing and you're diversifying your skills through your work? Are you personally doing things to continue to grow and and build those skills that you need to transition if you were to uh, be moved on? I haven't had that experience, but I've seen people who have it. And I can tell you there's two different, well, and actually I've had to do it on a few occasions, but I can tell you there's two different outcomes. Those who are constantly growing, those who are constantly pushing forward, trying to make a difference, kind of chasing progress and just constantly improving, those people land on their feet. They get a new role and they continue to move forward, no matter what stands in their way or who decides that they disagree with the direction. They'll land on their feet. But those who are entrenched in one industry with one expertise that's very limited but very good at it, when the, you know, when either they want to move on or when their boss decides that they need to move on or their board or whatever it is, and they don't have a backup plan, those individuals can take years to get back into a career. When you're considering these things, the question you have to start to also ask you is, how much energy are you putting into one bucket? Are you putting more energy into a bucket than that bucket is paying you for? Or, you know, are you, uh, somebody put it to me this way, if you were paid for a 40-hour work week, let's say, and you do 60s on a regular basis, you're volunteering 20 hours of your job to that organization. Now, maybe that's good for a certain period of time. But if you're constantly doing that, that's a lot of hours you could be volunteering for another organization. Or maybe you need to improve your skills so that you can do your job within the hours that you're being paid for, whatever that may be. But the other part of it is the psychological part. If you put all of your energy into that, into that bucket, I've seen people do this everything they got into one bucket and it's been and it gets taken from them or tipped over you lose so much more i've seen this happen to athletes seen this happen to people who've lost their family farms seen this happen to people who've lost their businesses or their jobs after a long very successful career they've lose their job for whatever reason maybe it's as simple as budget cuts just got to cut some people These ones are expensive. Let's cut them. That happens. So what are you doing with the energy you have? Are you putting all of it into one bucket? Because emotionally, it will be so hard on you if anything changes. Emotionally, it'll be so hard for you to stand up for what you know is right when you need to do it. So hard for you to lead. So think about this. And this is something that I'm kind of reflecting on going into this new year. Uh, is is how much am I going to put in this one bucket? I'm the leader. I, I should be able to get the right people in place and get make sure my hours are manageable. But if I continue to have nothing left at the end of the day, and I do that for year after year, hoping for things to change... I, I got to remember that it's me that's got to change. I got to start putting boundaries around the hours that I work, 
the amount of energy I put into one thing, and make sure that I'm kind of diversifying myself, continuing to find things that are exciting, that grow me. Another thing is when I started consulting, it it wasn't, I always thought, oh, I'm taking time away from the organization that I should be 100% focused on. You got to realize, like, I grew up on a farm. There's only one thing you do when you grow up on a farm, and that's build your farm. Just focus on your farm. So what happens when I wasn't focused on my farm? I, I had all these moments where I was like, well, I'm messing up because I'm not focusing on the only thing I'm supposed to be spending all of my energy on. So all I'm asking is just to have that moment of reflection for you and your career. And look at all the buckets. Are you putting some time into your families or your relationships bucket? Are you putting time into your your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, all those pillars of well-being? How much energy do you have? Or do you have nothing left at the end of every day and you're just skimming by? All of these things are just questions of reflection. I'm not attacking you. I'm definitely not attacking you or me because we all have these moments. But when you come into the new year, I would suggest you to write down the buckets that you think are your priority and start measuring how much energy are you putting into each one, making sure that you are balancing your life. Don't wait for your boss to do it. Don't wait for your spouse to do it or your partner or whatever it is. You are the one in charge of your time and nothing better than using a new year as an opportunity to just kind of reflect on that time and reflect on how much energy you're going to put into each bucket going into the new year. 2022 could be an excellent year for you. It can be an excellent year for everybody. If we start managing what we have in front of us, not worrying about everything else around us, but what can you do with what you've been given? I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this helped serve for me as mainly a reflection, just what can we do? How do we measure it? And where are we going to put all of our energy? Spread it out a little bit. Make a bigger difference in a lot more people's lives. And I don't think you'll ever regret doing that. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.